0: In the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the mission of Faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. James chapter 4, verse 6. Praise God, if you don't have your Bibles, which you should, but if you don't, you can look at the TV monitors, we'll forgive you tonight. Well, since we're in the grace, we might as well forgive you every time. You don't have your Bibles, but you, you, you know better than that. We have James 4, 6. Let's read it together as a family ready to read. But he give it more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisteth the proud, but give it grace unto the humble. Wow. God gives more grace. You see that first clause? He give it more grace. So we learn here there are different degrees to grace. There are different levels to grace. Whatever grace you have received before, there is so much more grace that God wants to give you. But it's not up to God to how much grace he gives. It's up to you to how much grace you receive. He gives more grace. God wants to give us more grace. More and more grace. Grace, that empowerment, that favor, his love. That blessing that only comes from heaven above. He wants to give you more. God wants to give you more. Amen. But notice he says he resists the proud, but give grace unto the humble. So here's the criteria to receive more grace. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due season. Notice he says in verse 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Then when the devil comes, you'll have the power to resist him and he will flee from you. That word flee means to be, uh, he's going to run in terror. I mean, he's just not going to just, you know, uh, they call that when you skip, uh, you know, the the little girl that skips. No, no, he's going to flee, I mean, quickly. He's going to flee in terror because there's something about, A man or woman that's submitted to God's word, Satan can't put a hold on you because the word of God is just so rooted and grounded in your life. And although you deal with situations, uh, it won't be able to put you in bondage because you are submitted to God's word. You have the power to resist the devil. He will flee from you. Look at verse 8, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. God wants us to have a fixed mind. He wants us to be rooted and grounded in his word. We can't have this double-minded mentality where we're in and out or where we believe and if we don't believe and, you know, we get the word and we lose the word. You know, he, he says, you know, be rooted in me. Be so grounded in me. Amen. Have God's word so rooted in your heart that nothing will be able to separate you from his love. And when you go through a trial, you're not going through that trial alone. You know that God's presence is in your life and his presence is active in your life. Can you say amen? Amen. So here's what I want to focus on tonight, and it's going to tag along with Sunday's message. Notice it says, he give it more grace. Wherefore, he said, God resists the proud, but give it grace. How many of you know God is a giver? And like the old saying, she used to say, you can't beat God giving. No matter how hard you try. God is the greatest giver this planet has ever known. Notice what he's giving. He's giving grace. He's being merciful to us. He's being loving and kind towards us. He gives grace. Now, if the relationship consists of a giver and God is the giver, The other part of that relationship means that there must be a receiver. Because if God is giving and there's no one to receive, then it just defeats the purpose of of him giving. He's giving, but he wants to give to those who will receive. So tonight I want to talk to you from the subject faith that receives. Everyone say that with me. Say faith Faith that that receives. There is a receiving faith. There's a receiving faith. Notice God gives more grace. You cannot do anything in this life without the grace of God. You cannot fulfill your calling without the grace of God. You cannot fulfill your destiny without the grace of God. You cannot take care of that family without the grace of God. That grace that you have received comes from God. It's a, it's a sweatless victory. It's an empowerment. It's, a, it's an endowment. God loves to give. He loves to give. And, and you know what would be a slap in the face of God for you not to receive what he has given? For you to say, well, you know what? I don't need anything. I don't need, Lord. I don't want to bother you. God, I don't want to trouble you. You know, you can just go ahead and bless my neighbor, but Lord, I don't want to... No, God wants to give you more grace. Let me make sure I'm in the right place. How many of you need more grace? Some of you should have had both of your feet up too, with your hands. I need... I don't know about you, but I need more grace. God is a giver, but he needs receivers. Okay, if you're taking notes, write this down. God's grace provides it whatever it is that you need God's grace provides it but it's your faith that receives it notice again going back to Ephesians 2 8 he says we are saved by grace through faith everyone say that by grace, by through, grace. Faith. through faith grace is the provision but your faith is the receiver or you can say it this way grace is the giver is the gift, but your faith is the receiver. You cannot have grace. There cannot be grace if there's no receiver. God gives the grace, and he's looking for those who have the heart to receive this grace so that this grace can manifest the results of God. But how great is your capacity to receive? You know, there are many people, I call them little Livers, And I'm not talking about chicken. They live little. They live small. Y'all remember the prayer of Jabez? Did y'all pray that prayer? Lord, enlarge me. Enlarge my territory. Expand my borders. And he prayed this prayer that God would just enlarge him, expand him. Amen. Jabez looked at his life and you said, you know what? I'm living too small. And I've heard about the God of my fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There must be much more to my life than what I'm living. Jabez had confidence and boldness to ask God for things that other people were not asking God for. Therefore, the Bible says that God blessed him. God enlarged him, enlarged his territory. I want to live that kind of life. I don't want to live a life that's limited to my background, to my family tradition, or to my situation I pray every day, God, enlarge my capacity to receive, enlarge my capacity, God, enlarge my borders, and before God can enlarge you on the outside, he has to enlarge you on the inside, some of your thinking too small, amen, God wants to do bigger and greater in your life, amen, And, and if you're not, if you don't understand the grace of God, you'll stay limited and you won't receive all that God has in store for you, so how great is your capacity to receive? And James teaches us that when your heart is humble, what does it mean to walk in humility? It means to acknowledge God as your source. You know, it doesn't mean to walk around with this pious religious attitude, oh, I'm just so unworthy and, oh, God, I'm just an old dirty rag. That's not humility. That's false humility. Humility is just simply saying, God, you are my source. You are everything I need. And, God, I look to you. Before I look to a man, before I look to a woman, before I look to my job, I'm looking to you. You are my source. And gotta humble myself under your mighty hand because I understand, Lord, without you, I'm nothing. But with you, I can do all things. With you, nothing is impossible. See, that's humility. Humility doesn't say, well, you know, I'm, I'm just nothing. You just say, humility says, I'm nothing without you. But with you, God, all things are possible. You understand? Don't let religion try to talk you out of your inheritance. Because to God, you are special in his eyes. But every day, acknowledge God as your source. Every day, acknowledge your need for God. Acknowledge your desire for him. And that's, that's humility. And when you humble your heart, you can receive the grace of God to become all that God wants you to be. And you, rec- you can receive uh, his grace, amen, for all that he has promised you. There is a faith that receives. Faith receives. Faith receives all that God has promised us. Amen? Let's look at uh, Philemon chapter 1. Some people say Philemon. Same thing. Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. If you go to Hebrews, just flip back one page. Other than that table of contents. And if you don't know where that is, I just can't help you. How do we receive what God has promised us? Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. I want you to see this. Praise God. That the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. How many of you are in Christ Jesus? Let me see your hands. Okay, you've been born again, right? Who saved you? Amen. How do you know he saved you? You got a word on it, right? Amen. He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You heard that word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You can't get saved if you haven't heard the gospel. The gospel is good news, right? So you heard the good news of the gospel that Jesus died for your sins. And when you receive him as your gift, amen, as the ultimate sacrifice for your sins, you shall be saved. Through that receiving of the gift, you repent of those sins and you walk in the newness of life. You walk in all God has predestined for you to be. Now notice, and I've taught you this, in your spirit, you became born again. Everything that you need for that life of victory is in your spirit. You're born again spirit. Say it's in my spirit. It's in my spirit. But here's, here's the... The challenge for us is releasing what's in our spirit. It's activating what's in our spirit. And we do that through prayer. Prayer activates everything that's within our spirit. Praise is an activator. It activates uh, that which is in our born-again spirit. When you obey God's word, amen, it begins to activate what's on the inside of you. Notice Philemon says, or Paul says to Philemon, that the communication of thy faith may become effectual. That word effectual just simply means effective. Now, many people have faith. If you've heard the word, you have faith. Uh, Romans 12, I believe it is, verse 3 says, to every man has been given the measure of faith. And you cannot have faith outside of God's word. If you have, see, a lot of people think they have faith, but they haven't had a word or they haven't heard the word. What they really have is just uh, hope or they have wishful thinking. Wishful thinking is just simply saying, well, I hope it gets better. I hope things change for my good. I I just hope so. But when you have faith, you find it in the scripture where God said there's a promise for your life. And you begin to stand on that promise. Now you go from wishing and hoping and praying and from a a prayer, what they call that, a wing and a prayer. You know, to having faith. Faith, I got the word. If I have the word, I have faith. And I'm standing on this promise right here in the Word of God. That's my faith. I meditate that Word. I begin to renew my mind to that Word. I declare that Word. I speak it over and over and over again. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we are committed to changing lives and changing futures. You can secure a copy of today's message in its entirety on CD by calling 1-888-727-8900. Order today and watch the Word of God change your life. If you're ever in the Lafayette area, we invite you to join us for a life-changing experience at New Kingdom Ministries International, the place where new life begins. Services are currently held at the Holiday Inn Holodome on 2032 Northeast Evangeline Thruway in Lafayette, Louisiana.